For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the uh, third edition of season three of the Believe in Duke podcast. I am Steve Wiseman from the Raleigh News and Observer. Joined, as always, by Sheldon Williams. Sheldon, how was your weekend? You enjoy the football? My weekend was good. Um, if you didn't know, I had my 40th birthday this weekend. So I had a, a big party. I had sneaker ball theme party. So it was a black tie attire, and I'm a big sneakerhead. So I had everybody come in with their best sneakers on. So, you know, the women won't be so mad about having black tie with heels on, their feet hurting at the end of the night. Everybody yeah. was comfortable. Everybody was comfortable. So it was, it was a good time. I came out and uh, I did an outfit change. So I had an opener and a closer, you know, outfit, but it was a, <laughs> it was a good time. So I enjoyed my time uh, spending, uh, you know, just spending my birthday, my 40th birthday, having that. And then uh, I was able to watch a, a few football games as well, too. I was a little, during my party, it was the Duke game. So I was kind of seeing the updates yeah. and I was like 20 to 17. I'm over here like, I told everybody I'm going to shock the world. And then. <laughs> Second half wasn't the same, so I didn't get a yeah. chance to see the game, but I saw the updates during the party. They got into the fourth quarter and still led 20 to 17, so it yeah. all fell apart from there. But, but uh, well, happy birthday. That's great. I want to make sure we got that out there so everybody right. knows. 40 is <laughs> a big one, man. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 40 is the new 30, or you know, 40 is the new 50. I don't know which way we're talking about, but uh, it, it, we're it all feeling all good. Time. Yeah, it changes all the time. So as long as I'm feeling good and feeling young at heart, so that's, that's going to be the big thing. That's all that matters, man. That's great. Well, good deal. And uh, – uh, before we go any further, I do want to remind everybody that uh, the Believe in Duke podcast is sponsored by Bet Online. Uh, it's a Texas showdown in the postseason, uh, and Bet Online is your number one source for all your baseball wagering info with up to the minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. As the uh, the Rangers and the Astros are going at it for the American League Championship, so that's what we're talking about there. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals for the NFL and college football at your fingertips with BetOnline's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. We have everything you need to stay up to speed on each LCS all the way through to the World Series. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. So while Sheldon was having his big party on the weekend, uh, Duke, of course, had their big countdown to craziness party Friday night. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, this blue-white scrimmage was part of it. The introductions. I know I saw um, Jared McCain's TikTok video, of course. Um, on our website, we had, we had our own TikTok. We had a person there doing TikTok, and she got did that in, you know, thousands of views. Uh, just Jared McCain, man, he's... He's the thing. <laughs> so um, <laughs> the big news that I, uh, you know, there are a few things. We'll talk, let's talk about that. First okay. of all, let's get into John Shire has a new contract. Right. Um, that was announced 
officially Saturday. Uh, it was done Friday and reported then. Um, so that was part of the lead into the countdown. And then John talked about afterwards about how much it means to him to be at Duke, how much how excited he is about this. So, um, you know, just it seems like, you know, one year in, he did really good work. They won the ACC title and Nina King decided, okay, my man, there you go. New contract. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, if you look at the the course of his journey, you know, I, we all know he went to uh, Duke for four years, won a championship, wound up having eight seasons, I believe with uh, coach K Mm-hmm. And then he's entering his third year as a head coach and he's been progressing every year as a head coach. So, you know, having this, you know, six year contract through, uh, I think 2029 mm-hmm. season is, you know, something that, you know, one is amazing because we didn't know what to expect for whoever took over after coach K had, you know, left, you know, Duke, but the fact that he's filling those big shoes and he's been doing it with the, the best recruiting class, and then he has a top recruiting class this year and potentially another top recruiting class for next year. And, you know, depending on how the weekend, you know, ended and what the <laughs> feelings were with that. But it, it just it's, it speaks volumes of how John Shire has been taking everything in stride and he's been excelling and doing everything his Duke way as well as kind of branched off with his own way as well. Yeah, I think a lot of things you said there were great, mostly like – we didn't know what we were getting with John Shire as a head coach. Nobody did. He'd never been a head coach, right? So right, it's right. natural that, like, um, you know, you you want to take stock of, okay, let's see how this goes first year and everything. Uh, and and Nina King saw enough, and she was like, all right, we know this is a guy. Because when somebody takes over after a legend, sometimes it doesn't work out the first guy, right? And sometimes it after two or three years, you realize, okay, yeah, yeah. it didn't work. Uh, it's just kind of a stopgap. Think back to what the school down the road did um, when Dean Smith retired, Bill Guthridge came in. Now he did go to two final four. So it wasn't like he was a failure, but they knew he was a short-term solution, right? He was right, going to right. be there right. two or three years. And then they, they, you know, um, uh, we're going to get somebody else. And now we know like Duke is probably not that that's not going to happen here. That, you know, Nina King is saying that with this new contract, we think Duke thinks they have the guy that can take this and be here for, 20 years if he wants to or 30 or whatever, but he's going to be here for a significant amount of time. And uh, that sends a good message to recruits. And we mentioned right. over the weekend, Cooper flag was here. Right. No surprises. That news came out while he was in town. I don't think <laughs> at the time he was pretty good on that. Right. It yeah, tells recruits a lot of good things, doesn't it? Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, uh, you can always hear from other people about, you know, do culture and things like that. But once you actually get on campus and see how, the culture is, you know, when you're there, it's, it's a lot different. You know, it's being you know, very energetic. Granted, he didn't get a chance to see a lot of stuff because the, it wasn't really a homecoming weekend. I think it was still parents weekend. Because when I was in school, it was parents weekend as well. But, you know, um, the fact that the cra- camera crazies called him over to uh, sit with them and stand with them. Actually, uh, Coach Shire as well, too. Yeah, they, yeah. they both go in the, in the stands and kind of do that. So I thought that was pretty cool. But hopefully <laughs> he had a great visit. I mean, we really uh, do a good job of kind of like, you know, just getting people feel comfortable of how the way we do things at Duke. And hopefully it, it pays off. And I can't remember if it was four recruits. Was it four that came in this weekend? Or was it three? Three. three. It was yeah. three? Yeah. Okay. Yep, so, ho- so hopefully, uh, you know, they all kind of got along with each other over the weekend, too, to kind of make things better where, you know, 
potentially, you know, these teammates will be mailing, uh, you know, gelling together when they play with each other, you know, next year. So I'm hoping that in the next, you know, a few days or even a week, and we can see it and say, hey, we got, you know, Cooper Flag and, and whoever else wants to come yeah. in and, and then be with, you know, Duke culture. Yeah. I think because, yeah, those guys went over in the stands too. They were all together. I saw a couple of, pic- couple of pictures of them, like, you know, interacting with each other while they were in with the crazies, you know, and that they seemed to be having fun with it. They weren't, it wasn't awkward to them because sometimes that can be a little awkward, I guess, but yeah, if you yeah, haven't experienced yeah. it before, right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> when they're yelling for you. But um, mm. I don't think Shire had done it since he was a recruit probably. So it'd been like 18 years for him. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty cool for that to happen because I was thinking when it was going on, like, could I see Coach K doing that? You know, like, you know, <laughs> could I see Coach K doing that? I mean, obviously it's a different time, a different uh, generation, things like that. But, you know, yeah. John being still young and still being within that same kind of generation with the the new wave of how things are done differently now, because it wasn't like that when I was at school, when I was there coming out. And it seems like, you know, things are changing where you have these players, potential recruits. I mean, even when I came back, I want to say I came back, uh, for a game for the first time when I was playing ball uh, professionally and I was able to be playing against the Hornets the same time, you know, they was playing and I kind of drove up and yeah. they did the same thing where they kind of called me back into the actual uh, uh, Cameron Crazies and things like that. And I was like, oh, I don't remember this happening when I was in school. <laughs> but the whole new wave and whole new generation is going on. It's, I think it's, it's awesome how it, you kind of tie in further the – the Duke base fan base with the actual players. And I think that's uh, very awesome versus just us kind of seeing them in Kville when I was playing, we were, you know, going from tent to tent kind of talking to these guys because they've been camping out for months at a time to get, yeah. you know, tickets to Carolina game. Right. And uh, yeah, it, it kind of brings it together where, you know, everybody talks about the camera crazies or the sixth man, right? Well, they're really involved. They, 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 they want to, you know, feel in touch and like be, you know, right on top of everything. And, uh, and this is another part of it. They have a connection. It's all about, like you said, connections right, to right. both directions, right? The fans to the players and the players to the fans. And that's what makes Duke a, a great place to watch basketball and be part of basketball. So right, um, right. I'm really, I'm really, I'm glad it worked out that way. And Shire took part in it too, but he says he won't do it again, but <laughs> eh, who knows? Now, now if McCain got him to do some kind of TikTok video, yes. that's when I'm like, oh my goodness, what is going on here at Duke? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't see Coach K doing a TikTok video, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if I see John doing that either though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. But uh, they, uh, so then they had the scrimmage, the blue right scrimmage, which uh, is, is really the first time everybody gets to see them on the court. Right. Uh, and, 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 right, uh, right. and game action gets each other and all that, but a couple things to take away from that. Let's first of all, mention um, Kyle Filipowski was out there playing, obviously concerned about him in the off season with the double hip surgery and everything. Um, you know, last week we talked about how in practice, he wasn't doing everything. He was uh, not doing contact work and not doing five on five. And uh, in the, uh, the YouTube video of the scrimmage the next day, he wasn't doing anything. Um, so he, uh, John Shire said afterwards that Flip had a concussion. And uh, remember, I told you I checked and said, Hey, is everything fine? And it was, Yeah, like long term, everything's fine. It's not a problem. And it was just he had to get through the concussion protocol, um, which, as we know now, is more serious than it used to be. And that's for good reason. Right, and so right. uh, they held him out for that. So good to see Flip on the court. He, uh, he played, I got the box score up here. He played 12 minutes and 45 seconds, two for six from the field, hit one of four three pointers. Uh, three rebounds, five points. Um, 
three assists. So seems like he's moving around okay. Yeah, I mean that's a good thing. I mean, uh, I I wish I was able to see the game. Uh, I know that coming in, you know, Proctor being like you know the the main ball handler, kind of try to move uh, Jimmy Roach off the ball uh, some for him to kind of take on a new role his senior year. Uh, I want to see you know up close how that works. Uh, I also wanted to see the bodies of our players because it's still a lasting impression in my mind is the Tennessee game. I want to make sure that, you know, guys were in the gym, in the locker room, I'm sorry, in the uh, weight room, mm-hmm. you know, with that engraved in their minds, like, hey, they were punking us and saying that, you know, we couldn't play physical, we only could play one way. That would be instilled in my mind, but, you know, there's no way I'm living through that again. I'm going to be ready for whatever test that's going to be thrown to me this year, for, especially for the players that came back. Mm-hmm. Hopefully uh, Mark Mitchell is uh, um, healthy because, you know, we kind of missed we, we kind of we missed them that game. Yeah. That uh, as well as the flip, you know, hopefully yeah. they're healthy and they have that in their mind because we, we, we really need for them to be, the whole team actually, to be physically ready for whatever team throws at us. I do know that from talking to some of the players at some of the interview sessions we've had, that's been a big thing. A point of discussion was that they, they, when they were in the off season, working out, they were like Tennessee, Tennessee. Remember what happened? Remember we got pushed around and all that. And like, you know, they thought they bullied us. Well, okay, well that's not going to happen again. You know? And I know back then they thought they could, they could play their way and win. And it didn't work out. So they lit, they learned the lesson from it. It sounds like, which is what you're saying. That sounds like a good thing. Um, and uh, so now we want to see it put it into action in a regular season, but and of course, right. and you're not going to come up against teams like that very often. That was unusual. Very uh, much, they they very play much outside, so. but there are teams that do, right? They're yeah, I mean, teams that they don't think they're as skilled are trying. I mean, which I understand because you're going to try to find your best ways to actually win the game. And mm-hmm. if your team is not that skilled in other areas, we can play. All right, we can play bully ball. We can do. You know, sometimes people kind of get a little dirty with, you know, some, some so-called plays. They try yeah. to find other ways. And I just would like to have a team where they are going to be ready for it, whatever's going to be thrown at them. Because when you're good and people can't beat you one-on-one the way that basketball is supposed to be played, then all of a sudden other things kind of come into it. And that's when things kind of, you know, go left sometimes. And I just want to make sure that our guys are, you know, or thinking about that, especially with the, the Tennessee, it kind of goes with the, uh, I'm showing my age, but the, with the, the Rocky and the Club Lane, you know how? Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. And that workout, just over here, just like, yes. you know, thinking, about, thinking about Rocky the whole time, like that workout, where it's still in my mind, like, yeah. oh my God, that was a crazy workout for him <laughs> to get ready for this uh, fight. And I'm like, in my mind, if I'm on the team, you know, my every bench press is Tennessee. Tennessee, right. you know, that right. type thing. So that's right. what I'm looking at when I, <laughs> I'm thinking about that, but I'm a little bit more old school, though. <laughs> no, I like that. I'm, hey, that Rocky movie, I remember that one, man. <laughs> Eye of the Tiger, baby. Eye of the Tiger. Right, right, um, right. <laughs> so, yeah, they they talked about Tennessee. And one other thing I mentioned about the offseason, and we'll get back to the scrimmage, but they also – there's a picture of the uh, the arena in Arizona. I think it's called State Farm Arena, that, where the Final Four is going to be this year. And okay, okay. That, that, that picture is up – everywhere a lot of places okay. it's up okay it's on video screens it's on like okay this is what this is the goal this is what we are working this for the end goal yep yeah yep. so that's another thing that's uh that's good that way um getting back to guys getting stronger and everything one guy that has his body is different is christian reeves he is um he's he's put on 
Um, the, the difference in weight on the on the roster is twenty or thirty pounds, um, and he looks thicker and and more more prepared to play a Division One basketball than he was last year as a freshman. That happens, right? We knew coming right. in he was going to be a project right. a little bit long term, mm-hmm. and uh, in the scrimmage uh, he played twenty eight minutes of the thirty two, but he had um, eight point seven rebounds and three block shots. So um, pretty good, pretty good stuff from Christian Reeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've talked about how Flip may have to play the five some, and Ryan Jones will be behind him. But you're looking for a guy defensively that can get some minutes and do some things. Maybe Christian Reeves is going to be that guy. Uh, well, I hope so. I mean, uh, it's great signs that he's actually putting on some weight that actually can bang with a lot of the other, you know, you know, bigger guys that we're probably going to be playing against, you know, during the course of the season. But the fact that, you know, he's being agile where he's getting three blocks – He's over here moving around, hunting the ball for rebounds, getting, like I think you said, seven rebounds mm-hmm. in, yeah. in, 20, in 28 minutes. I think that's great um, to hear. I would hope that this is a, a continued progress because, like you said, he was a little bit of a project coming in. Sure. You know, I'm not sure how much of that, you know, has taken off from last year to this year. Hopefully it's a huge jump. But the fact that I think, what is he like? Is he seven feet or is he close? Yeah, to he's seven one. Yeah. 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 So, so he's seven one. And uh, energetic and athletic, I think that has nothing but you no, know, no choice but to help our, our our team, especially in the interior defense and the rebounding, which we really going to be needing this year too. So I'm hoping that's the case, and uh, it's it's great to hear that. And he only committed one foul; he was only called for one foul. So I guess okay. they say Duke gets did, all the calls, but anyway, did, did, did he, did he uh, talk to the referee before a game? Like, hey, help me out! I'm trying to make a different impression. <laughs> That's right. This is really important for me. Really right, important. Right. right. <laughs> um, one more mention about the big guys. Ryan Young. He only played eight minutes, but he had six rebounds. So, dude is finding the ball, which you can yeah. attest. You love yeah, it. I'm yeah, sure you. Yeah, know. I, I, I love that. I mean, him uh, hunting the ball. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, they want to get kind of the other players out there because we already know what Ryan's going to do. You know, he's kind of like you know the. The, the the grandpa or the dad yeah. of the team. Yeah. Like, what, what do you want to say there? But, you know, he's the veteran <laughs> guy on the team. So we already know what he's going to be able to do, what he's going to be doing. And the fact that, you know, he's a voice of reason for the team. So I'm sure he's out there coaching a little bit as well. So kind of yeah. give our young younger guys who don't have the same, you know, um, chances that, you know, the play, the play today uh, or that day. But I, I think it's great, I mean, uh, for him to be playing eight minutes and had six rebounds. I mean, that's almost a, a rebound a minute. Which, yeah. you, know, you, know, <laughs> you know, pretty good, pretty good. So <laughs> in that little small sample size, it's pretty good. So, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how, you know, we have our three bigs with uh, uh, Flip, him, and Reeves all kind of rotating together. Hopefully they actually all play kind of big minutes uh, throughout the year because, like, we're going to need, you know, guys to be able to bang with a lot of other uh, bigger guys and that can run the floor as well. Right. And then back to uh, something you mentioned earlier about Roach and Proctor coming back mm-hmm. the backcourt. Um, they played actually on the same team. They both played on the white team. So we got to see them, how they were paired up back there. Uh, Jalen Blakes was also on that team. So that was a three guard set, which we said they're going to use a lot this year, right, but right. specifically Roach and Proctor. Um, this was a game where Jeremy Roach had, it took nine shots. Most of anybody on the team, he had four of them. He had three, three pointers. So he had 12 points. Uh, and so, and compare that to Proctor only should, took four shots. So in this setting, it looks like Proctor was kind of the one setting him up. Proctor had three assists and and five points scored. So, um, yeah, this was in this situation, Jeremy was kind of off the ball, getting the shots more Proctor was kind of setting him up. So now that's something they can switch during the year. And I guess depending upon how the defense plays each other, right. Maybe they can switch it, but you have the option. It right. works with Proctor and, and with Roach being off the ball a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I would have loved us, you know, being able to see that, you know, kind of see firsthand how that looks and that three guard rotation looks. Uh, I did read somewhere that the white team uh, wound up winning that that scrimmage. They mm-hmm. went on a on a fifteen to two run during that time as well. They kind of given that that big lead that wind up winning thirty three to eighteen. But uh, it's been kind of cool to see that. And I heard, you know, Proctor had a dunk to kind of get things started, and then yeah. they kind of ran from there. But uh, I would like to see how, you know, Flip, I think, he, not Flip, uh, Mark Mitchell, I think he only had like four points. Uh, yeah. I would like to have seen, you know, how he looks come off an of injury and things like that, too. So it's 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 awesome to actually, you know, see that the blue and white game's here because that means it's closer to, you know, the college season starting. Right it's just that I'm kind of getting anxious to see how that team looks. And that's what I'm kind of like. Just, just give me something. Just give me something. You know, I know. That thing. <laughs> That's what. Yeah, we get to talk this week. We get to talk about this one. Um, right, right, right. You know, a week from uh, we're taping this on a Monday, so uh, a week from Wednesday is the first exhibition. So um, we're gonna have to wait another week after that before we can actually talk about that. You know, that exhibition. But uh, and then the game season starts. The exhibition is November the first. Season start, starts November the sixth. So, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Um, we'll, we'll have some stuff to talk about here. Um, uh, in between the two, but little tidbits to give us little nibbles here uh, as we get walk in closer to the season. Um, this week, in the middle of the week, I will be in Charlotte uh, with the rest of the assembled ACC media for uh, you know the media event where uh, all the head coaches in the ACC will be there. Uh, three player Duke Spring and three players, um, uh, Flip and then uh, Proctor and Roach. So two of the captains, and then, of course Philip Paskey who. Um, as we taped this today, was named first team uh, All American by the AP. Uh, he he made that team along with Armando Baycott. So the ACC has two big men that are first team All All American um, uh, picks by the AP. So um, a lot is expected out of Phil Flip this year, which we expected. Uh, yeah. But he's going to be in the spotlight, right? Right, for sure. Right, right, right. Understandable, understandable. I don't know, maybe it's me, but it seemed like Baycott's been at Carolina for a long time. <laughs> I think you played against it. No. <laughs> now that you're 40, I can say something like that. Right. So, <laughs> now that you've joined us on that side of things. Yeah. But no, he has been there a while. This is officially his last year. So okay. he can't okay. be there anymore. But um, yeah, that's going to be a topic of discussion. He's going to be in Charlotte too. Uh, uh, so I'll have some, I'll have some stories to tell next week on the episode about, okay. about what we get from those guys. But uh, again, you know, we, we talked about the AACC, being down the last couple of years, only five teams getting in the tournament both times. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's a league that has two first-team All-American players preseason. Right. But right. people are expecting a lot from this league in that, in that department. So, um, you know, we'll see. Of course, um, last year, one of the reasons why the ACC only had five teams is because Baycott's team didn't make it. Right, so right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, which uh, like I said, I wasn't mad about, but then you know, right, with the, with the, the whole last uh, episode you was talking about how you know, which I didn't ever look at it like that. I always looked at it as my team, but you know, when other teams don't do well, then that hurts your conference too when you're going yeah. into and you don't have that many. So I didn't really think about that. So now I gotta be <laughs> rooting for some of these teams outside of their plan on us. So we actually get more teams in the tournament in, in March and then kind of see what happens from there. Cause I just, it doesn't sit well with me. I always see like, you no know, big 10 with like seven, eight teams. Yeah. 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 It doesn't sit well with me every time I see that. So. <laughs> and I know it's, it's hard. Like people, you know, it's your conference rival. You don't want to do anything well. Right. Right. right but like right. in the off season, like an off season, preseason, like November and December, 
if you're an ACC fan, it's okay. Like, let Pitt win some game. You know, let you know, pick up some wins there. It's okay. Right, right. right. <laughs> you can have your rooting guide. You can root for them. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> if if Duke's doing what they're supposed to do, it's okay if other teams are good because Duke should be able to play with them or be better. So right, that's right. that's the attitude you should probably take instead of the. Right. You know, it's easy to hate watch, but anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so um, you know, we're getting ready for that that first exhibition uh, coming up, and uh, again. Uh, last week we had a little bit of an injury concern with Flip, but he's okay. Uh, his hips are fine. He's got clear concussion protocol. Uh, Mitchell, um, you know, he came off the offseason uh, procedure he had uh, on his knee that caused him to miss that Tennessee game. And he um, uh, played all 32 minutes in the scrimmage. So, okay. again, okay. a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, Kristen Reeves also had an offseason surgery on his leg. Uh, that was another of the offseason guys. But, uh, again, look, he played really well. In his time, so I guess I should knock on wood, but everybody seems healthy at this point. <laughs> but I mean, that's the plan: go into the season full of, you know, full of health, you know, with everybody from uh, top to bottom. And because yeah. you know, we, we we've seen in the last few years with you know at least one of our players is always hurt at the beginning of the season. So I'm hoping that this year this is a full healthy team <laughs> getting into the start of the season. That's right. That's right. That's what we need. And uh, uh, and then on the recruiting front, we can talk about that. I know that everybody else can't, but obviously Cooper Flag, everybody's waiting on him uh, to make his decision. Um, um, and it should be coming anytime. Just say you're going to Duke already. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe over the weekend he might, you know, they might get him before he leaves town. But uh, right. Uh, and it was funny because. Uh, after the scrimmage, uh, Shire's press conference, I saw where he was. Uh, people were asking, "Are you going to watch the football game tomorrow night?" Because that was the Duke Florida State game on mm-hmm. Saturday night. And of course, he supports. You know, he's big on Mike Elko and what he's doing. And he goes, "I really want to watch it." He goes, "I've got something else I have to do." And he kind of looked like, "I don't know how much how much I can say about this," but and so he was like, "He's a recruiter flag." Like, he was yeah, the recruits, yeah. right? <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was, I was. I woke up the next morning and thinking like, all right, I'm gonna get a, a news alert. Like, oh, Cooper chose Duke or something. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe my phone's not working. Let me go ahead and I start searching. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see what happened. Right. There was right. some chatter Saturday night while I was at the at the I was at the football game in Florida, Florida State, and uh, some chatter that he did, and I checked and I was like, no, he hadn't yet. You know, um, everybody, everything's okay. But uh, anyway, hearing good things. I'm hearing good things. So we'll, we'll see. Okay. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. So maybe uh, by the next episode, next week, we'll have that to discuss. We'll yeah. have new recruits coming in for 24, including Cooper Flag, Cooper Flag, maybe, uh, I know Dylan Harper, they're starting to get him. They'll be the top two guys in the class. They're, you know, trying to get those, both those guys. And that would, I think Duke is fourth right now uh, in the recruiting rankings. I think Missouri's number one. For Harper? No, no, I'm sorry for the, oh, for the oh, national. Oh, 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 yeah, I got you, I got you. Sorry about that. Missouri? I don't want to confuse. I don't confuse sure. anybody. Right. Uh, yeah, Duke's a, a finalist for Harper. Rutgers is the other one. There's, there's a lot of concern about okay. him going there because of his Missouri family has, ties. But Missouri has a really good recruiting class. Number one recruiting class right now in the country. Really? Um, Dennis Gates, man, he's getting it done. <laughs> okay. That's, that's um, right. Yeah, Carolina's yeah. up there. Um, the Duke's fourth, but. Duke's position to vault pat all that when Cooper flag, if and when he commits, boom, I think they'll be up okay. there right with him. So okay. we'll have that. So hopefully, again, next week's episode, we'll have that to discuss. So all right. for sure. 
All right, that ought to do it for this edition of the Believe in Duke podcast. I am Steve Wiseman, Sheldon Williams with me uh, every week. We chop it up and uh, break down Duke, and we are just a couple of weeks away now from from real games. So anyway, um, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thank you uh, for the podcast sponsored by Bet Online. We appreciate their support, as always. Uh, that'll be it for this week. Thanks, everybody, and join us next time. Next time. All right, go Duke. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.